Recently, there was a little boy. And this particular little boy was in grade school and found himself frustrated a lot. It was very difficult for him to make friends. It was very difficult for him to be one of the cool kids. And this particular little boy would join sports. He would join different things, but always found himself alone and not part of the group. And he got very frustrated and very angry. And he told his parents about this, and his parents would just console him every night as he cried. And it was hard for him to make friends. And they didn't really know what to do. And he said, let's bring him to grandma and grandpa's house. Let's get away for a weekend and let him spend time with them. And grandma would make him meals and just console him. And grandpa didn't really know what to do. So what grandpa decided to do is take him for a walk in the woods. They had a woods near their house. And as grandpa was walking, he wasn't doing much talking. But every so often, he'd pick up a little twig and he'd bend down to one knee and pick it up and break it. And the little boy would just watch this. And then he'd walk a little bit further and he'd pick up a little twig and he'd bend down to one knee and break it. And this went on for some time. And the little boy is just watching this, wondering, what is grandpa doing? But later, what grandpa would do is he'd start grabbing them and he wouldn't break them. And he put them together in his hand. And before you know it, he had 20, 30 small twigs in his hand. Then grandpa took some twine and tied them all together. And he bent down to one knee after he picked up the last one and tried to break the twigs. And he couldn't with all his strength. And he looked at the little boy and he said, do you understand what I'm trying to teach you? And the little boy pondered and thought, what is grandpa trying to teach me? The grandpa told his grandson, by yourself, you are weak. You live in a world that says you have to do it all by yourself. But every time you do, you break under your own weakness. And he said, you and I are made for a relationship. We are made for friendship. And when we have good and strong friends around us, when we're tempted to break and we're tied together through our unity in God, through our unity in a common purpose to be one, we will never break. We will stand up for what is true. And no matter how much pressure is put upon us, we will never fall apart. And the little boy took that statement to heart. And he began to search out friends that truly wanted to make a difference in the world. That truly wanted God to be known. And mainly the Paschal mystery to be made known. And even as I say that word Paschal mystery... I wonder how many of us even know what that means. Jesus is the new Passover. When we go back to the Old Testament in the book of Exodus, we hear about blood being posted over and painted over the doorposts of all the believers in God. And when the spirit of death was to come, it would pass over all houses that had the blood of a lamb on the lintel of the doorpost. And those people were saved. And now Jesus is 
the new Passover. He is the new Passover to save us from death. And just think for yourself, if you struggle with anxiety, which many of us do, that ultimately means that you and I have an inordinate fear of death. And if we accept salvation, if we accept the life-saving message, the saving from death, the Paschal mystery, we ought not fear death. What we ought to fear is not giving our lives more over to this loving God who is Jesus. And to illustrate what the Paschal mystery is, because I, I can remember when I was growing up, words would be said and I didn't know what they meant. I want to just give you an image of a baseball diamond, mainly the infield. And home plate is heaven, where you and I belong for all time, all eternity, and where our true home is. And the Paschal mystery is the life, death, resurrection, and as we celebrate today, the ascension of Jesus. So God left heaven to become one of us. That's the life from home plate to first base, where Jesus healed, where he took on our flesh, where he forgave sins, where he was crucified on a cross. And that's the first base. The second base is the death, the life, death. And then from second base to third base is the resurrection, which is a great sign of hope for you and I, that Jesus rose from the dead. He conquered sin. He conquered hell. He conquered the devil. He conquered death. And then from third base to home, which is what most people miss in what the Paschal mystery truly is, is the ascension that we celebrate today. That Jesus ascended into heaven. And the simple principle of the ascension is, is that Jesus wants all to be one as he was one with the Father. So he desired to be with his Father. He desired to be back in heaven, to go back home. He didn't want to stay here forever, and nor should you and I. Our time on earth is so short, my friends. And often, due to our weakness, we break. We break because we try to do these things on our own, to understand this mystery of faith. And what you and I need is good and holy friends. We need good and holy community. And we need to be bound together with other people, people who have encountered the living person of Jesus, and then we bring more in and we tie them in with the love of Jesus, which is that twine that the grandfather gave to his grandson. And when they tried to break, they couldn't because their strength was the love of Jesus. And in order for this all to make sense, what you and I need is the Holy Spirit. So just the last thing, as Jesus was ascended, which means he went up, what he desired to descend is the Holy Spirit. And I fear, I worry that most people in the world have never, ever encountered the power of the Holy Spirit. So what happens and what needs to happen if you desire to be stronger in Christ, is you must lift Christ up high. He must be your center. He must be the highest thing, the highest one in your life. And maybe that's even knocking yourself off the peg because we are prideful, right? And when he is lifted high, who falls is the Holy Spirit. 
who is the love, the loving gaze between Jesus and the Father. And he is that twine that holds us together. And everything the Holy Spirit touches, the Holy Spirit transforms. And that is the love that was in the heart of Jesus. And Jesus wants it to be in you. That's why he said, I desire for all to be one. That is the prayer, the depth, the prayer and the depth of the heart of Jesus. We see so much division. And any sign of division is not of God. We have a God of unity. And we have so many different denominations. We have so many different groups and even people trying to do things on their own. But you, what you and I need is unity. And if we have accepted this salvation, we should not fear death. What we should fear is not pleasing our Father and bringing about this desire of this, his Son's heart, which is that all may be one. And that means you and I are going to die. And we have to deal with that reality every single day. But also we should, we should wonder... Who am I going to bring with me when I die? Who have I introduced to the person of Jesus when I die? The whole idea of my faith is private is false. Yes, there are private aspects of your faith and my faith, but the news is so good. The news of the Paschal mystery of Jesus going from home to first base in his life, that God became one of us, should wow us and woo us out of love for us, and that he died just for you going from first base to second base, should drop your jaw. And the fact that he went from second base to third base to rise from the dead, to say, I want to be with you forever. And that he went from third base to home. He desired to be home for all to be one as he ascended to the Father, but he wanted to give us his life-giving spirit, which is the Holy Spirit, should give us hope. And maybe you're frustrated and maybe you're discouraged. Or maybe it's because in those moments, you're trying to figure out things on your own. And what you and I need is good and holy friends. The church is literally dying because people are all living by themselves. And they're breaking under weakness to sins of the flesh. To sins of omission and commission. From sins to addiction. But when you and I have good and healthy and holy friends, and then we bring a weak one in, they don't break as easily. And you and I must take time to look into the mirror and say, Jesus, are you lifted high? Are you number one in my life or not? And if you desire him to become number one, for him to be ascended and for the Holy Spirit to descend upon you and your family and your community and your local church and the universal church, we must die to self. Because when you and I die to self, he is lifted high and the Holy Spirit falls down. So the question is, not are you strong enough to be a Catholic, it is are you weak enough to say I need good and holy friends. I need people that will tell me the truth when I am bombarded by lies. I need people that will sit with me when I want to run. I need people that are willing to bend the knee and to show me how weak I am to say you need us. You need good and holy friends. And if that's you, and I pray to God it is that you are humble enough to admit I am broken and I am weak and I need community and I'm breaking under all of the darkness of the spirit of the world and the spirit of the flesh. Then I ask you to pray for Jesus to be lifted up to be number one, to repent first, 
to repent, to say, Lord, I'm sorry for my indifference. Lord, I'm sorry for my laziness. Lord, I'm sorry for my slothfulness. I'm sorry for gossiping. I'm sorry for pointing fingers. I'm sorry for isolating myself and worrying about what other people might think about me. I'm sorry about trying to do things on my own. And I ask for your mercy, Jesus. And that might in include having a good confession this week. And then ask for Jesus to come in. Our God is a gentleman. He will, he will not come in unless you ask him to come in. So just pray those words. Jesus, come in. I invite you in to come in a new way. And I lift you up, Jesus. I put you on the throne. And I ask for a greater sense of trust that you'll provide good and holy friends. And I ask that your Holy Spirit protect me from all bad friends, from all bad people, and help me build a community that will help me when I'm weak. And when I'm tempted to break, and I'm tempted, tempted to do bad things, to do sinful things, or anyone else's, I can strengthen them and they can strengthen me. And Father, I thank and praise you for loving me so much that you would send your Son, your only begotten Son, to take on my flesh and also take on my sins and rise from the dead and ascend to the Father so your Holy Spirit may fall. So Father, please send forth your Holy Spirit upon me in my community. Come Holy Spirit, fill me anew, send me good and holy friends. I praise you, Father, I worship you, and I desire nothing other than to, than to lift you up and share you with others. Please send me good and holy friends, Father. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.